0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 247. Look at Acts chapter 10, verses 23b through 33. This is the episode of Cornelius and Peter. Cornelius, a religious man, a Gentile, but who practiced the Jewish religion, Judaism, He had a vision as he was praying, in which an angel appeared to him and said, Send some people to Joppa to get Peter and bring him here. Then Cornelius sends two household servants and a soldier, all who were, like him, Gentiles, but believing in the Jewish religion. And as they were traveling to Joppa, Peter had a vision in which a voice spoke to him and told him to eat of this Uh, array of animals that were lowered on a sheet from heaven, clean animals and unclean animals. Peter objected and said, no, I, I can't eat unclean animals. And the voice said, do not call unclean what God has called clean. Then as Peter was reflecting on what had happened, the men from Caesarea showed up and the Holy Spirit said to Peter, go with them without hesitation, for I have sent them to you. So Peter knows God's at work and he's uh, reflecting on the nature of the vision and the, the guys show up, the Holy Spirit sends him, Then Peter invites them to, to dine with them and to stay, spend the night. Well, let's pick it up here in Acts 10, starting with verse 23b, working through verse 33. The next day he got up and set out with them and some of the brothers from Joppa went with him. The following day he entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was expecting them, and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him, fell at his feet, and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, and said, Stand up, I myself am also a man. While talking with him, he went in and found a large gathering of people. Peter said to them, You know it's forbidden for a Jewish man to associate with or visit a foreigner, but God has shown me that I must not call any person impure, Were unclean. That's why I came without objection when I was sent for. So may I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius replied, Four days ago, at this hour, at three in the afternoon, I was praying in my house. Just then a man in dazzling clothing stood before me, and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, and your acts of charity have been remembered in God's sight. Therefore, send someone to Joppa, and invite Simon here. Who is also named Peter? He's lodging in Simon the Tanner's house by the sea, so immediately I sent for you, and it was good for you to come. So now we are all in the presence of God to hear everything you have been commanded by the Lord. This is uh, it's an incredible section in the Book of Acts, this spreading of the gospel to Gentiles. So in verse 23b, it says, The next day he got up and set out with them. So they arrived in Joppa. It was around noontime. Peter was waiting for a meal. Peter invites them in to eat, and apparently in their reciting what had happened and eating, it was late enough in the day that Peter invited them to spend the night. So the next day they get up and set out. And it says, Some of the brothers from Joppa went with him. Now we'll see in chapter 11, verse 12, where Peter's recounting this to the uh, disciples in Jerusalem. He says, six of the brothers from Joppa went with me. Now the six guys that go with Peter, they're all like Peter. Followers of Christ, Christians, but Jews, Jewish Christians. And so we have this group now heading from Joppa back to Caesarea. The three men, Gentiles, but God-fearers, that Cornelius had sent, and Peter, and six others. So, quite the entourage. The following day, he entered Caesarea. So, day one, Cornelius has the vision and sends his assistants to go to Joppa. Day two... They arrive in Joppa and Peter has his vision. Then they spend the night, day three, the group leaves Joppa and spends the night on the way. Now the following day they enter Caesarea. This is day four. Now Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. Cornelius doesn't know what's going on here. He knows that he has been told by God, go ask for Peter to come. And so he knows God is doing something here. And the only thing this can mean is that God has a message for him. This is a big deal. The, the God of the universe, the creator, has specifically invited me to be a part of what's going on. He has asked me to send for Peter, who is God's spokesman, and he's going to come and bring a message from God. So this is a bit, so he has called together his relatives and close friends. Now the people he's called together would also be like him, Gentiles but God-fearers, those who believe in the Jewish religion. Verse 25. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him, fell at his feet, and worshipped him. I say that's a little over the top. Well, in Cornelius' view, this man is a prophet, a spokesperson for God. That's that's the job description of a prophet in the Old Testament. So this guy is like one of the Old Testament prophets in Cornelius' eyes. This, this is huge. And here, coming to visit him, a Gentile, one who hasn't even completed the requirements to become a Jew yet, that this prophet of God has come to his home Cornelius is overwhelmed. This is this is huge. He's invited all his friends and relatives there. And now the prophet himself enters. Verse 26. But Peter lifted him up and said, stand up. I myself am also a man. So Peter corrects him. You don't worship me. And this is a, you know, we we can't pick on him too much. Even in the book of Revelation. The Apostle John, John, who wrote such a big part of the New Testament, John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, when he has the revelation, he falls at the feet of one of the angels because he's overwhelmed. And the angel corrects him and says, no, you don't bow down to me. You only bow down to God. And and so Cornelius is overwhelmed here. The prophet, the prophet of God is here. So he falls at his feet. Verse 27, while talking with him, he went in and found a large gathering of people. Peter said to them, you know it's forbidden for a Jewish man to associate with or visit a foreigner, but God has shown me that I must not call any person impure or unclean. Now the vision that Peter had actually was about food, but Peter recognizes what's at play here. Peter sees the the connection. This was all about food. And then Gentiles show up and say, please come to the house of the Gentile. Peter Peter recognizes the, the Holy Spirit's at work here and that this is God's message. It's really about people. It's not about food. Verse 29. That's why I came without any objection when I was sent for. So may I ask, why you sent for me? So Peter Gets that he's not to call these guys unclean. He's not to call Gentiles impure, unclean, uh, unassociatable. But he doesn't get the full impact of what's going on here. So he, gets, he can interact with these Gentiles. But he doesn't have the full scope of what's going on yet. So verse 30, Cornelius replied, Four days ago, at this hour, at three in the afternoon, I was praying in my house. Just then a man in dazzling clothing stood before me and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, your acts of charity have been remembered in God's sight. Therefore send someone to Joppa and invite Simon here, who is also named Peter. He is lodging in Simon the Tanner's house by the sea. Well, this is uh, about the third time we've heard this. We saw it in the narrative when it happened. And then we heard it repeated by Cornelius' assistants to Peter. And now here Cornelius himself is telling what happened to Peter. And Luke is retelling all of these events because this is a big event. The God of the universe, the God of the Jews, has sent an angel to visit this Gentile. Verse 33, so I immediately sent for you. And it was good of you to come. Now, we are all in the presence of God to hear everything you have been commanded by the Lord. Well, in Cornelius' mind, you're here to bring us a message from God. Peter, right up to this point, I think, has been, he's not real clear what's going on. He knows God's at work and that God has brought him here and that God has pronounced it okay for him to be there. But I think, this is probably about the point where it clicks in Peter's mind. I'm here to share the gospel with these people. This is, this is an amazing moment in the spread of the gospel. This is an amazing moment in the movement of God. Now we might want to ask, we saw Philip earlier. Philip took the gospel into Samaria and people responded. There was maybe a little bit of a question, can Samaritans really come to Christ and Peter and John went up and their apostolic endorsement and then the movement of the Holy Spirit we saw the Samaritan Pentecost where the Holy Spirit came upon the Samaritans answered the question, yes Samaritans can become believers in Christ then Philip went and interacted with the Ethiopian eunuch, then Philip ended up in Caesarea. So Philip's in Caesarea. That's where Cornelius is. Why did God not use Philip in this? That's because this is such a huge thing that uh, God has brought the big gun. He has brought Peter, the the, the primary Apostle. And it's the apostolic confirmation just as the Apostles went to Samaria to endorse that the Samaritans could become believers. So even though Philip is right down the street probably here in Caesarea, uh, this this needs uh, somebody of, of big stature like Peter. Because the questions are going to come up back in Jerusalem, what do you mean Gentiles can become Christians? So everyone here knows that God has arranged this. Cornelius and his friends and family, they know what happened. They know that God has said, send for Peter. They know God has arranged this. Peter knows that he has been sent by God. The Holy Spirit told him, go with these guys. And he's heard thou the, he's had his vision. He's heard the vision of Cornelius. And he knows God has arranged this. So everything, the pieces have been brought together by the Lord. And, the time is ripe, and here you have these expectant god fears saying, so tell us what God wants us to know. If ever there was an invitation to tell the gospel, this is it. And we'll see that next time. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.